there. Welcome to episode two of Mason Dot Radio. Skirt, I'm, skirt. <laughs> I'm your host, uh, Juicy Juice, and and I'm Jay the Robber. Jay the Robber, you heard it. Uh, today we're in- interviewing a very special uh, guest and close friend of ours, uh, Mona on the radio. Yeah. Jay, before we start, you wanted to say a couple words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would like to do another land acknowledgement for uh, my Mohawk people and listeners out there uh, as someone who is a victim of colonialism i think it's important to understand that i also carry certain pre- privileges from colonialism uh, although this land is in my home and i don't feel particularly comfortable ever making it my home i feel like it's important to pay the respects to the mohawk people because this is their home and unfortunately it was taken from them but from that we're able to be here. Um, I hope that I'm being respectful in my words and in my actions. And if I'm not, please let me know so I can do so in the future. Uh, for those that are interested, the land of Montreal is actually known as Teotage in the Mohawk language. Uh, it was once used as a meeting grounds for various things between other tribes, including the Mohawk, of course. Uh, we, we actually just passed by the anniversary of the Oka crisis. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about the Oka crisis, but some like real G shit. Uh, basically, the uh, I forgot in which uh, yeah, it was in the city of Oka. They tried making a golf course on a like spiritual burial ground of the Mohawk people, and they're pretty much like nah, be we ain't playing that recently. Yeah, uh, no, this was like 1990, 1990, and they like armed up blockaded the whole thing so like the construction team couldn't even come in like it got so bad that like the army of like canada had to like come come through and like try to shut it down but like yeah they fought real hard unfortunately there was one mohawk death um but like they won in the sense that like they weren't able to build the golf course so yeah shout out to the mohawk yeah shout out to the mohawk man Um, warriors Cool. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for doing that, Gerald. Uh, Got you. Now to now for for podcastings. You know, uh, welcome Mona. Just want to uh, yeah welcome you to the show, uh, and want to start things off on a on a pretty friendly note. So I was just gonna say, you know, obviously it's an interview. We have a couple of questions. First of all, I just wanted to ask, where do you get off? <laughs> where? Um, um, please repeat. Please repeat. Where do you you come in my house? Just where do you get off? You know what I mean? Like what 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 are you doing? What? Um, so I was invited here. Uh, <laughs> I was invited here. Firstly, in, invitation. Right, right, uh, right. Fair um, enough. Adequate answer, I think. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Oh, okay, uh, I completely forgot about that. Well, welcome. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Sorry, sorry for the, like, the Sometimes confusion. Sometimes you get riled up. Uh, people come in here. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I get defensive, you know, yeah. territory. Protective of this house. Yeah. Um, I could leave, though. Like, <laughs> no, no, please, please, please. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I, let's start things on the right foot. Welcome, welcome here, Mona. <laughs> Thanks. Um, for for the people that are you know listening and don't necessarily, you, you're a pretty new artist on the scene. You just recently dropped your first video. Yeah, uh, a couple of tracks. Um, what? Who? Who is Mona? What is Mona? Where is Mona? And why is Mona? Oh, damn. was that a reference from anything? What you just said? That's just now. Yeah, because it's a, it's like this. There's this one part of uh, you know um, Bruno, like Sasha Baron Cohen right. from yeah. the movie. 
where he's talking to this guy, this like fashion designer. And he's like, the guy's name is like Danny DeKrishno. And he's like, what is Danny DeKrishno? Who is Danny DeKrishno? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, they're also like all, kneeled, they're also like kneeled on one, like on one knee, like really awkwardly. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I make, uh, I make like pop music and uh, super inspired by a lot of early 2000 boy band kind of stuff. Yeah. That's what I listened to growing up mostly. Yes. The the beach the bleach blonde hair tipped me off a little bit to the, yeah. the whole boy oh, band experience. It's a yeah. little throwback. <laughs> Started off slow, like when I was when I was young, I used to go to camp and I would boot like like a few streaks in my hair. Which and camp? I, uh, I went to like a like a summer camp called uh, the Y. Ooh, which was uh, we got a rival on our hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Must and we, uh, and I was just like trying to get my like you know Nick Lachey on at a young age. Nice. But it's weird because back then I like. Sorry, who is? I'm not super up on boy bands. Who is Nicholas Shea? Wow, I'm gonna leave right now. <laughs> I say I'm not up on boy bands. I mean, that of, was uh, he was in uh, 98 Degrees. He was like the lead dude in 98 Degrees. Him okay, and his I've, bro. I've also never heard of 98 Degrees. What, what, what's their big song? Uh, they had a few. The videos were crazy. They had a few like good Christmas jams also. Ooh, the Christmas album. Yeah, Christ. but anyways, Christ. yeah, no, I make um. Christ. Yeah, I make music under that, and yeah, I just released a video, and uh, it's so kind it was, of is ninety eight degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius? Oh, I think, I think it's, it's I think it just has a degree. There's no like C or F. <laughs> they were American. Okay, cool. They were American, so probably, probably Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Okay, yeah. cool. sorry, I was just like, is it meant to be like scorching hot? Or is it like a reasonable temperature? Like it, is it bad that like because we're in Canada and like honestly the Fahrenheit thing? Like I, I really I don't even know I don't if I know it. it yeah. I don't you, understand. You know, it, like people yeah, are like they're telling British me the, as well. So <laughs> same with time, which I know is a different thing. But right. like, like, like if you like, if I don't have a watch, you know, like to expect me to read like a an old school by old oh, school the I mean, like a normal oh, wait, I was gonna say time they don't have like, <laughs> like a different time system. No, 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 no totally 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 38 uh, o'clock over here. <laughs> but just the like you know not read a like you don't, anyways you yeah. don't know how to read an analog clock no like I could but it's like a thing you know right <laughs> <laughs> count each like minute yeah word um, sorry I really cut you off going into uh, like what Mona's all about. You're, you were talking about your boy band influence. Yeah, no, and I just yeah. So I basically created some stuff, like some video kind of stuff that I kind of did it all because I was sort of cheering myself up at the time, and I just wanted to sort of smile in a weird, like cliche way. And I kind of made this like uh, elaborate world around myself, and just ran with that. And then it kind of created this. So we released a song. We have a few more coming in the next month or two. Awesome. And yeah, was were you in any kind of like you, you were saying that you wanted to smile and like yeah. yourself up a little bit? Was there anything that had you in a bit of a funk at the time, or like uh... yeah, I was like I was seeing this girl and I basically told her like it was like a while like I told her like that I loved her and then she never said it back and oh, then uh, yeah and man. basically uh, yeah and there was like months of uh, months of trying to figure all that out and then I kind of just uh, I kind of just did like the High Mona, which is the first song. And it was kind of just like a fun sort of like, not joke, but just sort of a fun way to kind of cheer myself up. And then I sort of just ran with that and realized that was sort of the vision for the actual music. Because I'd been making music before that, but for a couple of years, I wasn't making music. I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in. Um, It's cool because you you do get like a sense of that 
the music is like ostensibly pretty happy and like poppy, but there is a tinge of sadness to it. So it's cool that like it was kind of born yeah. in a sad time trying to like become happy. Yeah, lyrically, it's like if you really like, I feel like people don't listen to lyrics as much these days, you know, but like if you listen to it lyrically, a lot of it is not as happy as the, right, the yeah. melodies sound. That's, that's and like, cool. that's cool yeah. though. I fuck with that. It's yeah. Cool, um, yeah. Contrast. Yeah. All right. So that was good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, just you, you mentioned. You know, you took a break from music for a couple of years. Uh, people may not know this. I we've we've known each other for a while at this point, but it used to be. When, when did you when did your like musical career start? Because I I met you when Boots and Scoops was a thing. Ooh, yeah, throwback Boots and Scoops. I bought a I bought a laptop for university and uh, okay, let's be honest. My parents bought me a laptop yeah. for university. <laughs> be real, son. <laughs> I, I had GarageBand on it, and so I used to like. This is back when. You know, like T Pain was at the top, and it was like, right. like me just like basically trying to like auto tune my voice into GarageBand. So just trying to figure out what the right plugins were and the right effects. Like there wasn't like an auto tune plugin for me. To, I had yeah. to like f- play with the GarageBand features, yeah. and that's how it started. Then I used to like remix songs on my own, and then I just started like making music. And I made music with one of my friends, Matthew Chaim, who also makes music now. He's super talented, and he and yeah, we did this like web series for a few years until we stopped and. And that's sort of been the musical. And we did more like hip hop kind of stuff. And right. uh, yeah. You guys would often have like a featured guest on that. Was it always a featured guest or was it like... Most of the time we drove around in a car. Very like um, James Corden karaoke right. style. Which like... It was... Man, I wish we had bigger guests back then. <laughs> but whatever. It's you, cool. you had one huge guest, I know for sure. Although now he's huge. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> now he's uh, huge. For um, those wondering, it's uh, our boy. Grandson. Yeah. Um, we actually have uh, a podcast with him. Yeah. That we're planning on dropping pretty soon. Very um, soon, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. We actually filmed it out on our little like back porch over there. Uh, we were hoping to do that today as well, but... It's getting it's, rained. You, you may have noticed there's a thunderstorm or something yeah. outside. So yeah, yeah. I kind of stopped that from happening. Um, the um, But yeah, no. So yeah, we'd have a guest and we'd just be like in the front seat and it would kind of just be improv. And then we would do like a little bit of like a, an original song over over a beat in the car. Nice. We put one out like every week for, like we did like two seasons of it and like put out a bunch of episodes. And yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I met really a lot of fun. people through it. Yeah, like you guys indirectly and like yeah. a few other, yeah. No, I remember I was, I was like uh, stood in line at Gertz or something back like back when we were at McGill. Mm-hmm. And like, and you and Matthew are both like tall as tall as shit, like six foot five or six foot four or something. Shit is pretty tall. <laughs> a, yeah, bit, yeah. A, a big poop. <laughs> and uh, and I remember like I was my friends. I was like, oh my god, that's poops and scoops. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> it's funny. Funny story of Gertz. So Gertz is like the bar at McGill. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I remember we did a show, me and Matthew, towards the end of us making music together, and it was like like a. A, a really quiet night there was like a dj and like we went on and did like a small show yeah. and i remember there was this girl i was talking to before the show and she, she was sitting there and i was like oh like i really want to like at least get her number or something um but then we had to go up and she was watching the show and then i noticed halfway through the show she put on her jacket Ooh. and i saw her in the back like talking to like her friend clearly she was like leaving and then i saw her leave and then i finished my verse of this song and matthew's verse came on so i just like put the mic <laughs> and i like ran off stage and ran to get her number she gave me her number came back 
and I came back right for the hook. Like I was able to make it for the hook. Wow. Then I told the story to like the audience. Actually, no, I don't think I told this to her audience. Anyways, I think she like messaged me back and then like, then never messaged me back after that or something like that. But it was a good story, you know? That yeah, that's great. Story. That's dedication. I should have been like, we did it for eight months. We were, so, <laughs> we were so in love. <laughs> she recently broke my heart and now I'm on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she was the girl. That'd be a great. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll edit it. So that is the story. Yeah. Perfect. Um, that's crazy though. Uh, so Boots and Scoops was like your intro to music. Like you discovered Garage Band, basically or Garage Band. Sorry, I'm, I forgot. I'm, I'm in garage. the States. Don't be real, son. <laughs> garage Band. Garage Band. So we did Garage <laughs> Band for a few <laughs> years. Um, I feel like Mona could be like vaguely British for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, depends. It like, depends who's asking. Him. <laughs> <laughs> What's your nationality? I'm I'm, I'm vaguely British. Yeah. <laughs> Vague British. Somewhere down the line, one of my relatives visited England. <laughs> now I'm, I'm vague. I've actually never even been to England, but I've been to Europe. But I've never. I remember I was I went on exchange to Europe when I was in school, and I never like we had to plan like one trip because we couldn't afford like everywhere to visit. And I was in France. And, you like, went to a school that couldn't afford everywhere to visit. visit my- oh my god! I know tragedy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I still get mad at my parents so, like, <laughs> every day. Mom, I want to go to everywhere. Yeah. I want to go to. Everywhere, I want to go to Italy Mom. for six and a half months. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. <laughs> um. Explain to the world, like, who, who's this Mona sister girl? What's her name? What's her deal? Yo, what's her deal? <laughs> Yo, so Mona, I went to a private, I went to a private Jewish high school. Hey, nice. Which one? It's called Bialik. Oh, I know Bialik. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, shout out my boys at Bialik. <laughs> and, <laughs> Throw uh, your bees up. <laughs> okay, let's cut that out. Um, <laughs> and uh, she was my, she was my Hebrew teacher in uh like grade nine word and uh she's just like a weird like an interesting weird woman the makeup choices she did and like just the way she carried herself okay interesting and i don't know like there used to be guys used to like we just used to she used to be like she was a real figure at the school like you you knew like you knew the teachers of course you're there for five years whatever but she was a specific one that had been there for a while and she was like a force you know yeah. she wasn't like the loudest just holding you, shit down yeah you knew she was and i guess yeah. i always like remembered her out of anybody even though she was like a hebrew teacher that like i wasn't into like the class and i wasn't really you know around right yeah, yeah like i skipped class all the time like smoke cigarettes <laughs> and, like, that was like so not me i'm like at class on time like, <laughs> before it starts like is there anything i could do for you like, like so prepared uh, but she's uh but yeah, she, um, and so, and so like the name just came about, like I was thinking about her at the moment and then I was like, I'm going to run with that name. And so that's why Mona, that's right. why the name's Mona. So it's after her. Cool. Oh, word. Yeah. Based after her. That's so strange. And people see her sometimes at like the supermarket and stuff in like that area. And they'll send like, well, I don't have Snapchat, but when I used to have Snapchat, they would send me like Snapchats of like, if they would like film her in the supermarket being like, it's the real Mona. <laughs> that's not the real Mona. What if she comes at you like a... Like Freeway Rick came after Rick Ross. Well, I wanted to go by her real full name originally. Yeah. And then I dropped her last name. What's the full name on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. We got to get that guy a mic. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's funny though. So you, you mentioned that you ditched Snapchat. Uh, oh. It's, it's funny because I'm also in a place where like, I, I don't know your motivations for that. I guess we'll get to it in a second. But personally, recently, I've been, like, feeling weird about social media. Particularly, like, I, I've given up on Snapchat apart from, like, video editing or, or not, like, picture editing a little yeah. bit. Um, 
I also hate Facebook. I sorry, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're out there listening to yeah, this. We're like, gonna I, get sucked. <laughs> easier. You're gonna suck me. But uh, Facebook to me is kind of just garbage now. Like it's still a lot of video. Like I don't know, it's kind of like an old people social media site. It feels like a, it's kind of dying. Um, I know Instagram's popping, and I've recently entered Twitter. Um, yeah. I'm stepping my Twitter game up. Do you like what are your social and like Reddit is also my jam. But like, are you on like I'm I'm looking for that next wave. I'm like, what's that like <laughs> new thing that's coming up? Do you know what that is? Or like, what what's your what's your social media style? Uh. So I go through it like Snapchat. I just, yeah, I just deleted it because I didn't really feel like I needed it. I have yeah, one. I barely use it. I barely use it. I had one friend who still is like super active. And every few months I'll download it again just to see his like, he'll, he's like, yo, you got to check out like my life over the past like month. So I'll like literally just watch like his four weekends of that month. Like, because yeah. he fucking posts everything. I'm oh, sorry to swear. I don't usually swear. No, um, we could bleep it out. Fucking okay, dude. Fine. And uh, he, um, and then like for, Twitter, I've always really wanted to get into it. I just like, I don't know. It's I just never have gotten like really into it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's, it's it seems fun. I feel like the pre- it's like I don't know. I just I guess I'm I guess honestly for me, I feel like Instagram to like showcase what I'm working on is the best platform right now. Yeah, but for me to make all my content and like put in the work, like the behind the scenes, what really matters to me, my best tool has always been Facebook. Right. So like, I don't use Facebook as a like place to like promote myself, but for me to meet people and who I, who's helped me along the journey so far, I mean, like it's crazy the people I've met and how many people have been involved that I've, kind of met through facebook and certain facebook groups yeah. it's Very true it's specific. true yeah groups and like also like post engagement i feel like is a lot more important on facebook like you could have like actual discussions yeah. within a yeah. common thread whereas like in instagram and stuff like that yeah it's, like, that's a great point but i love like i love youtube like i wish i like i kind of i make a lot of visuals for my stuff like i'm really yeah. visual based right. so like what about igtv now though yeah there's, there's that. that too i mean yeah your stuff should always go on it like yeah. if you're gonna post something but yeah we need to get there's even like Instagram music now, I think, like not in Canada. No like someone posted it and it's like, this is not available in your country. That's wild. Yeah. Like, you could just post songs on Instagram? Like maybe like Instagram has like a platform built in now. That's fucked. But wow. um, fucking Zuck, man. He's coming for everything. <laughs> He's coming for everything. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I noticed that uh, you actually left one very popular social media platform. Oh, shit. Oh, here, we go, list. here we go. Um, here we go. What's what's it? good with you on Tinder? Are you, are, are you popping on Tinder? Are you uh, <laughs> are you promoting yourself on Tinder? What's your what's your what's your Tinder life looking like? It's actually funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a funny thing to bring up right now, but I think it's funny because Juice is also asking me about my Tinder game, yeah. and it's specifically no, like I'm I'm honestly at this moment I'm not really on tinder or anything that really yeah bumble because i'm kind of like because i'm I'm kind of like Like, (laughs) i'm trying to think i've had a few like i've had a few tinder dates they've all gone like pretty well but i'm actually like seeing this girl who who i met on tinder technically like years ago yeah and yeah what was your tinder bio like something like so cool like literally just like a sunflower emoji <laughs> and then like i don't even know if i put an occupation or nice but um that's dope that you're you're dating this girl like uh what's her name her, her number and stuff <laughs> <laughs> she she actually she actually like went to mcgill and like you kind you kind of know her oh cool. she's in a know great her. yeah it's, I'll bring up the name after, but it's funny because she, she just she goes to a different school. She actually. just she just messaged me and she's like, Janae just added me on Instagram. 
Just Ooh. follow me on Instagram. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, I know no, who it is. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Got to the bottom of that one. Yeah. yeah, we'll have her link in the description. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only link. Do that. She's uh, she's just, pretty ghost on social media, except for that. True. Mm. Not, um, not but, ghost enough. So, how, how does it feel now? To uh, how long was the uh, video in the works and stuff like that? Like probably close to like six eight months. Right. Um. And considering just, the quality of it I would have thought more, longer than it that. just like was a lot of like work to put in like leg work like just for me to like organize that it's, was like the main it's thing it's an incredible video I just want to yeah. add it thank you if you we'll link to it in the bio we'll link to it in the bio it's uh yeah man just like tons of just organization and like yeah. the choreography is really cool in it yeah. thanks yeah, yeah everything I, is I love that really well made video um and like what are some of your like inspirations because like yeah I, I love watching music videos too and I can just tell that from like the work you do like, yeah it's not just, like, I write the songs like with visuals in mind yeah. usually so mm-hmm. like if I really had no visual in mind I probably wouldn't like finish a song right doesn't mean I'm gonna like have a crazy video for everything but like I think a lot of the stuff I write I don't know like low-key low I'd rather just like direct romantic comedies if I could <laughs> like that's right, sort of right. like where the, it comes from but I do like like to make music right. mm-hmm. And so having a visual with it always seems like the right fit. It's like without it, it almost seems like it's missing something to me. Um, And yeah, like inspiration. I mean, I don't know. A lot of those like high produced videos from the early 2000s where like you had to be a major label artist to have a video. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like there's no point in like it's too expensive and like Mm -hmm. where. So like I like a lot of those videos and just the detail and like the way they're colored, like the like a lot of like dark contrasting colors and a lot of these visuals and um i'm starting to play more with stories like right now just very aesthetic based on the videos but i'd like to like tell more stories through the videos which is a little harder to do yeah at least like to make it interesting enough but and i i feel the opposite actually so i I love writing as well yeah and um to make an aesthetic video sounds like just like so hard to me okay something with a storyline i was like yeah i could pound the storyline like very easily yeah I guess, I guess to like create that, I guess from an aesthetic base, it's just more like time and effort, but like, you know, it's going to be a certain way where I feel like I I shot one video that's very story based and we went into so many different directions in the end. I'm very happy with it, but it was like, we have another idea now for another story video. That's like, we know the amount of work that it's going to take, but it's a good, I I mean, I love the idea. It's just like, do I want to commit this? Like, it's going to be months of work and like, you know, You're, you're using, we, is that like the royal we or like is there like uh, people behind the scenes that you're working with closely? There's a, there's a lot of people in the High Amona uh, video. Yeah. That, are they all just like friends and family or is it like did you… Yeah, whole family. Honestly, like you're, you're talking to a brown dude I have about 50 cousins. <laughs> so like, I could very well do it. Yeah, true. It'd be so easy for you. You wouldn't yeah, have to pay so, any extra. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of them are… Yeah, like just pe- some people I know and some people like I've met along the way or so I've gone in touch with or whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, I work with um this little collective in Montreal right now. They're called Les Vandales. Cool, cool. And it's like um, How do you spell it? Vandal is like V A N D. Yeah, D L E S. Vandals. Vandals, yeah, and more uh, and there's three of them in it. Um, there's actually, I think, a fourth or fifth as well. But I work with like um, 
Xavier, this guy Xavier, Felix, and this girl Leia, which is who I've made the content with cool. thus far, and I've worked with Xavier also on some other new Sweet. projects and going to continue. So, and yeah. then they're like they. Are they like creative concept people, or like they film it and like direct it? Like with like with 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 all three, we've done a few. We've done like a video where, yeah, that we no matter what, even if I bring the idea, they they always add their creative um, side to it as well. It's usually like a teamwork type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe only one I didn't edit with them, but the rest we've all done together. So cool. they're usually like a big part of the project. Yeah, they're great. And they're they're Montreal based. You said it. they are Montreal based. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this, in this podcast, like we actually do like to talk about Montreal stuff quite a bit and you're, you're someone that's born and raised in Montreal, right? Or like Mm -hmm. West Island? No, like in the, in the city. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so you would be a great person to talk about this, talk to about this kind of stuff. Uh, what are some of your favorite food spots in the city? Like where, where, like, but not like, I don't know, not like Schwartz's or like Bustan or whatever. Like what's like your hole in the wall places that you like? Okay. Like. I really, I'm really recently been into, so it's not a super hole in the wall, but like, I really like like a good chicken Caesar wrap. Like I just, I don't know. It's a very like, it's like specific, but not like mostly. (laughs) So like, there's a place on uh, downtown called Anton and James that I really like. They just make like a chicken Caesar wrap. Nice. It's kind of expensive though, but like once in a while, I really like it. Or Omnivore is really good on yeah. Sailor Rock. Yeah. yeah, it's dope. Is that that's like a brunch spot? I think <laughs> they have like brunch. It's like it's like uh, Mediterranean, so they have like a chicken wrap thing. But oh, it's just okay. like it's like special for like a chicken wrap. There's a lot of places that I find are like the same level, and I feel like theirs is These like really like reach a above. little uh, yeah above and beyond. Cool. Eh? Yeah, for Wait, sure. That's pretty dope. It's been a while since uh, our last podcast, so I feel like we have a lot to. To, to discuss Juice and I with the world and uh, share with you. I'm interested to know yes. your opinion on the whole Drake push a T thing because we didn't get to speak about that on the podcast yet. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not really something that I, I'm pretty indifferent on it. Yeah. Right. I like both artists. Are you, are, you a, are you a Drake fan? or Of course. I'm a huge Drake fan. Yeah. Huge Drake fan. Huge Push a T fan as well or, or less so? Yeah. I'm like, a, I'm like, I don't like, like the latest album, like Daytona was good. I'm, I mean, I fucked with it. I was able to want to sell drugs. I liked, <laughs> yeah, like I did for like a week. You know, yeah. <laughs> you made a few hundred bucks, and then yeah. I was like, I don't know. But it was good because I, I really listened to that as like a body of work. Where with Drake, it's like I need like 500 days to like get through the album because it's so long. Yeah, it's yeah Scorpion long. is long, Holy but shit. it's good though. Like after like listening to it a few times, I like it. It's okay, good. I haven't went, went back to it yet. I got halfway through it. Yeah. And um, I was like, I think like individually the pieces are probably great, but like listening to it as like a whole collection is like daunting, man. Like, yeah. And and, like a lot of the songs, I just, a disclaimer with Drake, I generally will listen to his projects and be like, this is whack. And then like three weeks later, I'm bumping every track all the time. Yeah. But with this one in particular, like I couldn't even get through 10 songs. Like at a certain point I was kind of like, all right, skip, skip, skip forward into skip, skip. You know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. couldn't handle it. It's um, harder when there's so many songs, like even if one is really good, like you're almost like overwhelmed though still. So you like, don't even give it a, you don't yeah, even like want to go it's back. It's still Drake. It's still Drake doing Drake stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you can only listen to so much. Summer games is my favorite. On it, it's like one of the tracks. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly forget. I'm like excited. You know when you like forget how a song 
sounds right you haven't heard it maybe in a few days or a week you're excited to listen to and it. then you're like oh like now like when i get in the car i want to listen to that yeah did you do the uh in my feelings challenge i'd like wanted to <laughs> you know like yeah. a lot of, but How i didn't did you do it? i probably did it to like myself like in my room <laughs> a couple times killed it obviously yeah, right? yeah. killed it obviously <laughs> but uh, yeah speaking of drake and, and pusha t if mona was to engage in a, a rap beef with someone yeah who, or maybe not rap but you know early 2000s r&b beef with someone who would it be and why it's mm. a good question soundcloud Probably, probably Hanson. Oh, mm, bop. that's the that's like the Chris Hanson. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That sounded good. You, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sounded good. <laughs> you guys gonna do like a side project together? <laughs> no, it's the song. It's right, right. But like less of a beef, more of a like, yo, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not a beef, but <laughs> right, right. But like a praise, right? Yo, why cool. doesn't anybody do that, eh? Like, why isn't that a thing? Like. Oh, did you hear that latest Mona praise? <laughs> like, Yo, there's always like that beef, like you know? Song praise. It's like imagine. It's like imagine. Like, oh yeah, like uh, Pusha T just dropped like a praise of Drake. Oh, cool. That's really nice. Be, yeah. I'm sure it's super respectful, and like we should <laughs> listen to it <laughs> and bump it at a reasonable level of volume because our neighbors may right, right, right. <laughs> respect everyone. I, that's the world I want to live in. I actually really, really like that idea. Yeah, if, if you if you want to pioneer it, um, if you want to praise me, I'll praise you. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of respect, do you feel like Drake went too, uh, Pusha went too far at all? Kind of. And then like it's, but it's like pushed under the rug and like we move on with like, but I feel like, yeah, it was kind of like. It, it's, it's definitely not like his secret to tell kind of thing. You know what I mean? The whole like you have a kid thing. But, and I, I I'm splitting too, because in a rap beef, anything goes kind of like that's kind of just the rules of it. Yeah. But what I think is whack is I heard that Drake told Kanye like in confidence when he was at his studio. Yeah. And then when the beef was going down, Kanye told Pusha T and then Pusha T dropped it, mm-hmm. which seems like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I, I love Kanye, but like, it seems pretty underhanded of him to like feed your, someone that like f- felt comfortable revealing yeah. that to you to like, I feel like, them in a way. I feel like in a beef you want like, you want some like good, kind of punchlines that are like doesn't always have to be super specific about that artist but some like interesting sort of dynamic punchlines and then also some personal stuff weaved in but that's one of those lines when like he said it it's not like you're like oh it's just like okay Mm. that's kind of like far and it's not like a good lot like yeah i guess it's like he's yeah it wasn't clever it was just like holy fuck like what like which statements could be cool that aren't clever just like literal statements but i thought that one was just like Okay. I thought it was, I thought like the cleverness was like how it was all packaged. Right. Like the story of Adidon. Yeah. Is that the kid's name? Yeah. No, the kid's name is Adonis. Adonis. But it's like the, he he was going to debut him with like the Adidas clothing line thing. So it's like Adidon. Oh, okay. And then Pusha T ruined it because like now every time we look up Adidon, his like song comes up and it's Drake in blackface. The picture of Drake in blackface. Oh yeah, okay. So I thought that was like incredibly crafty. Um, whatever. It's like Drake. Like he'll move on and just yeah, like, yeah, do whatever yeah. he I mean, wants, he, like, right? Yeah. Like what is this? <laughs> He's gonna breaking him, records, right? Still, like, you know, it's like right. It's it's crazy Drake's ability to uh, to like he's like 
It's like water off a duck's back or whatever. You know, you know how many like damning things have come up about Drake? Damning in quotes, but like I don't know. Like what? Uh, uh oh god, you put me on the spot. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Quentin Miller uh ghostwriter. There's like pictures of him that are like he's just looking derpy or whatever. And it's like pretty <laughs> he airballed the shot in like the Kentucky basketball game. And, like, you know, he got he gets roasted, but he, it doesn't really affect him. Yeah. Um well, he's too big. Like you can't he's he's too established. He's yeah. he's he's beyond a human being at yeah. this point. Do you do you have dreams of getting like Drake level big, or do you want to be kind of like a little more like under the, the radar? You know, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's good to have goals, which I haven't in the past had, you know, like mm-hmm. high expectations. And I think I'm just focused on like creating and just putting out like what feels right and and working hard, like, yeah. very hard and focused. So I'd like to do this for the rest of my life. And so it's kind of like, how can I make that happen? And right. what do I need to do to make that happen and solidify so you, you're not you're not necessarily looking for like supreme fame. You're just looking to do what you want to do. Yeah, like I just I kind of just want to meet the people who like are really into it and just be best friends with those people. You know. Yeah, that sounds. Like and kind of just like that's it. Yeah. And if that happens to be a thousand people, or like twenty five thousand, you know, whatever it is. Um, yeah. I think I've heard that it only takes a thousand dedicated fans or something to like, like a thousand hardcore fans yeah, to I forget sustain the dude, a music career. I forget the dude who wrote that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, there's like, like who are, who will always come th- buy your stuff. Right. Yeah. And just like show out. And I also, I also heard a really interesting thing about, I forget who told me this. I always forget who told me this and it's, I feel bad, but like, if you want to be a successful sort of, um, like artist or like a singer or like anything where you're in entertainment, I guess, and could go for other disciplines, but like, let's say for entertainment, Mm -hmm. you really want like two types. There's two types of fans. There's those, like the people who like want to be just like you. So like, they're not going to really do things like that you're doing, but they like would like to, but they're not going to, but they like to, or they want to be best friends with you. Right. So it's like you, if you can capture that feeling and that emotion in, in a person, one of those two, then you have them as like a fan. Sick. That's always stuck with me. That's why uh, I'm a super fan. Because <laughs> we're we're best buds. Yeah. <laughs> um, sweet. Uh, speaking of like you know artists and and music and trying to, uh, I I don't know the third thing that'll segue <laughs> okay. into. But there, was a, but there was a third. But thing. there there might have been. Uh, I don't what's know. the fifth thing? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Let's do um, it. To get straight to it, Oshiega weekend is coming up pretty soon. Coming uh, up. Yeah, a week or a week or two from now, August fourth or something. Um, have you seen? Or a, are you going? B, have you seen the lineup? C, if yes to both of the previous things, uh, who are you most excited to see? I am. I did see the lineup, and I would. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, okay. I'm probably going to go. All three days. Yeah, for sure. If I go, I'm going to go all three days. Okay, I've, all if, if you if you've forgotten the artist, I kind of like pulled up a the thing here. But is there any like, off yeah, the top of your head? Is there any? Yeah, no, I remember some. Um, like who did you see and you're like, oh, I gotta go. See I'm that super person. down to see Billie Eilish. Right. I've heard, I've been hearing a lot about her. Recently. Yeah, I love Billie Eilish. And uh I like this band Laney. They're dope. What what I guess a similar style of music. It's kinda like indie rock, but like pop, like very pop. Right. True. Targeted. Um and then probably 
that first day looks good. It's like Odessa at night, then Travis Scott. Like that's yeah, just gonna yeah. be like a magical night. I feel like. Yeah, I've I've seen Travis Scott a couple of times live now, and it's always an insane show. Same. I've seen I I remember seeing him at Oshiega three years ago out of a little tent right. that is is, is set got canceled, and he did the same song three times, and then left. <laughs> and now he's the headliner. It's crazy. That's I, insane. I saw him at Apartment Two Hundred. Okay. Uh, when he was opening up for Riri. Bad gal Riri. Riri. Uh, he like came right after that. And like I like I just went just knowing that like Travis Scott was gonna be there and I was like, all right, it's gonna be some like party thing. Um, but he actually like performed at apartment two hundred and it was insane. Like he oh. got on like they lined up like the tables to make like a huge like aisle island for him to just like stand on and perform and it was like insane energy i I couldn't believe like what i was seeing yeah the energy is three feet away from him like people touched him and stuff okay have you played a live shows mona yet or is that like in the cards no i haven't i've never done a live show maybe one day yeah yeah maybe one day hopefully one is that something you want to do yeah no for sure do you do you have i guess you you wouldn't want to spoil the secret now but i i think that a mona live show could be really Quirky and cool. I'm assuming that you're you're gonna pull something. No, I think um, I think for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be trash. I think. No, don't come. Don't come. But come. Um, yeah. No, I have some ideas, and I think it would be. I think like that energy level, of trying to figure out how to how to do it. But yeah, I'm pumped for that. That's kind of like why I'm doing all this. Like, I want to do those live shows. Right. Sweet. I I, I can fun. just picture the set design. If the videos are anything to judge by the set design, it'll be pretty, pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. Just like on like a pink cloud, you know? You feel, like ooh. going to debt for like these tiny shows. <laughs> like no one there. Just like crazy. <laughs> elaborate stages. So elaborate. I'd fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Huge Vice article. Like dude spends 34 grand on live set. 14 people come. Five of them his family. <laughs> you know? Um, Vice. <laughs> Dope. Well, I know that uh, you 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 know you came here for a studio session. We we're kind of eating into your time a little bit, so True. Uh, we can we can start wrapping things up. But before we do, I just yes. wanted to ask, you know, the the man behind this podcast kind of is uh, Adele, uh, aka Pool Boy, our boy, um, Pool Boy. Yeah, he's very very much at the heart of Mason. Uh, you recorded them a bunch, and you're both very quirky, cool, uh, lanky people. <laughs> I was wondering what. What does your typical stew sesh with Adele look like? Adele. Um, I'm trying to think of who that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, okay, yeah, yeah. We've met a few times. Right. Uh, yeah, no. He's, he's been a part of most of the journey, pretty much the whole journey. Um, usually it's about like four and a half hours of like making a coffee at the beginning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, That's a classic. Does he take the dog for a walk as well? Or is that, is yeah, that just for those? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Usually like I get here and no one's here, you know, and I'm just like, <laughs> right, yeah, I'm just like awesome. doing yoga on the balcony. <laughs> um, no, it's usually, they're usually, int- they're always, they're always, there's always something special that comes out of it. Whether we write a new song or record something like it's always a fun time and, and he's, uh, he really gets the whole vibe and makes it it makes it kind of easier to to create with him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, no, it's he's, always fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a really fun dude to work with as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's super expensive. But <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you pay for what you get. I hope he's smiling in the other room right now. I can't <laughs> see. I remember uh, like my my one sesh that I had with him. Hopefully the first of me. Ooh. But um I made a beat 
And I was like, all right, yo, I'm pretty fucking proud of this beat. This is a pretty sick beat. And I brought it to Adele. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Uh, let me just, like, do a little something, something. And, like, I'm just, like, watching him, like, just, like, fine-tune it. And, like, he took basically, like, my beat was, like, a skeleton. And mm-hmm. he made it into, like, a full body with, like, muscles and tissue and eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> like, I thought it was dope as it was. But he just, like, brought it. That Adele legendary. Do you have the version, the skeleton, and his version? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he has his version. I have this guy. I kind of want to hear. It's cool. Um, yeah. Sweet. So I guess that brings us to the the end of this show. If if you wanna... <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. Yeah, it's it's been really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll have you on here again in the future. Hopefully, if you end up making something of yourself, totally, uh, totally, totally, not, totally, 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 deleting your contact information <laughs> yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Uh, if you have anything coming up that you want to kind of like plug or shout out, now would be the time. Uh, we can link to it in the bio yeah. afterwards. Uh, August 10th, we're releasing a poem. A poem. Oh. Well, by poem, I mean a new song. Oh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, I was trying to be like, funny and cool, and then I was like, Get no, Zuck, <laughs> yeah, August 10th. Sweet, sweet. Um, cool. We'll it. look forward to that. Hopefully, this podcast comes out before then. But yeah, either way, yeah, we'll link to it at a certain point. As for Mason stuff, uh, our homie Maestro has two shows in August. Uh, August eleventh at sixteen hundred Saint Hubert, and August eighteenth at Sacrefut, which is one three four five Fleury Street East. Um, follow Maestro. We'll have the link for Maestro's like Instagram and shit like that, so you can follow him. He's very, very active on Instagram. So if you guys are interested in going to a show, it's like, yeah, you'll find it all there. Check it out. Um, awesome. Cool. Well, I guess that's a wrap. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back soon with our next episode. Zip it up and zip, zip it, it out. Left. <laughs> Bye. Peace. <laughs>